Welcome gamers to this week's episode of Last Call Gaming. We are on the big 5-0. My name is Craig Perales and the man who looks better than my dad on Thursday, Major Montemay. Paina stands for party. Hei Nalu means surfing. So if you guys can see, we have always been big fans of Kona's. Um, I didn't know. We don't. I don't really know how many there are. We're just big fans of Big Wave. Uh, Andrew bought the Kaluha or Kua one. Can I? Can The island one. Don't mean to mispronounce it. But uh, this is the longboard one, and it's cool because it's just like Snapple caps. They got cool little things on the back of them. These are like Hawaiian words that'll tell you what it actually is. So. I'm pretty sure they probably all do. And we just never looked at the lids of the other. Really? Because I'm sure. I, I mean, I don't play with much around here. It's, uh, that cap, I was like, oh, look, there's something neat. So if you guys do want to grab a beer, like always, um, pause the video, run out and go grab something, drink along with us, or drink at your own convenience. This one does sit at a 4.6, so not too shabby. Um, a light taste, nothing to, nothing that uh, hurts the throat. Again, I got to say, another uh, home run for Kona for us. Yeah, no, so far I haven't had a bad one of those, so I think they're actually great. And I do want to give a shout-out, guys, to Alessandra. She is a young watcher of the show. She watches it. She's commented on um, videos. She writes us on Instagram. So huge shout-out to her if you're watching it. Um, keep playing games and do your thing. So I'll show you. Did you see that Instagram uh, uh, message that they wrote us on last call? No. I'll show it to you after this. They're like, oh, can you guys, you know, I play games and, you know, this and that. So I was like, you know what, we're going to give you a shout-out on this episode. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, not bad. You know, you got to get them... As a young buck playing games, moving on up to get into the new and enticing system. So, guys, like the thumbnail suggests, we're here to talk about the Cyberpunk 2077 Night City Wire, Episode 1. Now, I didn't know it was actually going to be in parts. I thought it was going to be in its entirety, just explain what Cyberpunk 2077 was actually going to be. But it's not bad that they're going to move it into a second parter. Um, it's hosted by Holly Bennett, she's the UK head of communication. Um, I really like what she did. Good questions, moved along, didn't lag on anything like some other previews we watch or some other shows we watch. She moved along pretty good. So before we dive into it, your initial thoughts on how it started and where it went? Yeah, no, I didn't have any issues with this one. Like I thought it went really good, it went really smooth. Everything they were talking about, even when she asked a question, it was about the game. It's not like, oh well, how was your childhood and how did that affect you with what the are you game doing now? On Friday? Yeah, so. <laughs> It, I I liked how streamlined it seemed. I just thought there was going to be... I was under the impression there was going to be a lot more gameplay. But, I mean, I'm happy with what was shown. Yeah, and they really... Um, they sh So they showed off a new trailer, right? The, sh the trailer kind of showed off all the new characters, some new parts of the city you're going to be in. Essentially, what they were showing off is mainly the prologue. They don't want to give away too much of it. And the trailer looked really good. It showed off new enemies. It showed kind of more of the action. I really like how they showed how the driving was actually going to start... Functioning, it shows you actually in the car. It shows you in chasing, shooting away. Um, it kind of, I mean, and I don't want to say the wrong game here, but it almost kind of looked like just a more um, realistic, like Borderlands kind of. Like you get these, you get these all kinds of crazy guns. You get these powers. You get to go on these missions. You get to meet all these crazy random people. So for me, I was like, oh, I could definitely get into into this now that I'm seeing more of the gameplay. I'm not saying it's Borderlands per se. It just had that little vibe for me. Oh, so like Borderlands meets like Blade Runner. It's like Blade Runner. Yeah, if I've had to compare it. So yeah, no, I think that's a pretty fair comparison. <laughs> like I I actually really liked it a lot from what they've shown so far. I mean this game's already been on my hype list that I'm just wanting like more and more. 
And also, this is, uh, they did do this episode one, but there's also lots of previews out there to go and check, because they gave a lot of big time people, not us just yet, but four hours of gameplay, so there's all kinds of information out there, so, so far, I mean, it's looking pretty good, though. Yeah, and so if anyone's unfamiliar with it, obviously, it's CD Projekt Red that's developing this game, uh, makers of the Witcher series, but Cyberpunk 27... Uh, 2077 is an old school tabletop game kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons so it is being realized now in a, as an actual game and they were showing that one of the characters that's only been um, introduced in pen and paper is this big fucking hunking metal guy walking around called Adam Smasher now the game concept is you're kind of becoming a cyborg you're getting these parts you get to do all these cool shit um, there's parts where this guy's arm comes around he's shooting out things this guy is one of the few that's like completely Cyborg is completely taking yeah. full advantage of it. So it was really cool seeing that. It reminds um, me of, um, I don't think you watch the show. Someone out there comment is uh, the guy from the Venture Brothers. It's like Baron Von I've something. Seen, I've seen that, but yeah, I wouldn't know that name. Yeah, I, I can't remember his name, but it's a big dude with the metal jaw. I can't remember right now, but I feel like he looks, the first thing I thought of as soon as I saw it. Yeah, so they showed off that. They were showing off how um, you're going to eventually meet up with this, this character named Jackie. He's going to be kind of what starts your gameplay. And if I'm not mistaken, you're... I think some of the game is mostly centered around this this immortal chip that everyone's trying to get their hands on. It's supposed to just keep you alive forever, and that's kind of what everyone's yeah after. like going for. So um, they also showed some of the things you can do. Like um, they showed off a section. It's called like Brain Dance, is what it is. And yeah. so you can go into old uh, people's like older memories and play it out from different perspectives. I don't know if I that that was the one thing I was maybe not a big fan-ish if there's a lot of it because that's kind of it really reminded me of like in the arkham series when you're trying to solve like a crime and you're like piecing out okay this happened here like the helicopter hit here <laughs> where did the pedal go and stuff like that that's always been my least favorite part of that game but i mean it's a cool concept though to be able to go in like old people's memories like okay there's a security camera so now we're going to jump into that and see whatever from that angle so there's a bit to like and dislike i think from my perspective. Yeah, and they were, they were kind of explaining where it comes from. So in this world, right, you can live through people's experiences and you can do, like, so if somebody makes a movie, you, you could be a character in this thing and follow the movie. But I guess the part they were showing that your character went through is pe there's a thing called flatliners that people get, like, a rush playing, a, playing someone that gets killed during their, you know, while you're in there. Because it's, it's called a BD recorder, and I believe they kept using the word roller to define what it was. And, um, yeah, it's a thing where... Once you play it, you get full cam control in the analysis mode, and uh, you can edit it. You can go fast and slower. You can scan items. You can pick up conversations. Like, it'll pick up anything that's in the vicinity. It picks up heat signatures. Um, so, a cool concept, but it was the first thing when Andrew and I were watching. I'm like, that's not the highlight of the game for me. I Just want to play the action. Yeah, they're like, there's, this is going to be a lot of it, is yeah. what, like, the chick said. So, I was like, oh, man, I hope it's not, like, too much. Like, I like it to a degree, but... If it's anything to where it starts getting tedious, I'm like, okay, well, I'm fucking, I'll still play it, but. Yeah, so that's in there for it. Um, the other thing they, they brought up was that they've been in a partnership with Trigger for a while and Netflix developing a standalone anime movie called Cyberpunk uh, Edge Runners that's coming out in 2022. Um, look, I mean, they didn't really show what it would look like, but a cool concept that, I mean, because if it's anything like how we know Netflix has been doing animes, I mean, mainly shows versus uh, movies, I mean, I have high hopes for it. Yeah, no, I actually am really excited for this. I'm just wondering how they're going to do it. I'm wondering if they're going to do it like an anime in the style of like 
Cowboy Bebop or like Ghost in the Shell or something like that to where it, you can tell where it came from. Or if it's be something more Western like Castlevania, especially since CD Projekt Red's from like, what are they, like Norway or something like that. So, so yeah. you know, somewhere out in that direction that it's not like a Japanese studio. So I don't know how, if they're going to, you know, make that anime just like, all right, we're just going to full blown balls of the wall Japanese with it or make it again, Western like Castlevania. Either way, I'll enjoy it both ways, but that was the one big thing I'm really curious of. I was hoping they would show some like art to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, coming out 2022, we're in 2020. We've got the next, you know, year to see some good development. Well, I mean, it is, they were exciting. They've been doing it for a while. So something would have been nice. I mean, more than just, I think they had maybe a small image of kind of it, but yeah, I would like to have seen at least, a clip of something because I want to know yeah is it going to be that fast paced action we're going to see or is it going to be more of kind of like a realistic version of living in there so something would have been better than nothing but the fact we at least know it's coming I thought it was a kind of cool concept yeah so I'm pretty excited for that do you have anything else that you want to talk about from the uh, episode um, the only thing I got to say is not knowing that it was episode one at the end when she ends it she says you know we got episode two coming in a couple of weeks, you know, I thought they were going to maybe get a piece of this thing out episode by episode, maybe maybe week by week. Because it was only 25 minutes and it is some good interviews. So if you guys, if you guys do want to see what they were talking about, we'll leave the link in the description. But, I mean, a couple of weeks, I mean, that's just kind of a weird number to throw on it. Like, oh yeah, here's episode one and then four weeks we'll give you guys episode two. I think I would have preferred it like all at one time too. Maybe like an hour long demo or something like that. This was only uh, 25 minutes. Unless you're watching something else, like a pre and post show. But uh, something I want to throw in from going around and reading some of the previews is, again, it seems like the customization customization here is just absolutely key. Not just from the character, but even some of the story stuff. Even if um, it seemed like no matter what you do, there's they said there was a few different people you can start as. You can start as a nomad. So after you create your character, you're a nomad. You're just someone who's wandering place to place. You can be almost kind of like a street punk. Or someone who's caught up in just like, I'm a big corporate guy trying to make my way up the corporate ladder. But it kind of almost seems like those are the only differences and maybe some smaller things. But the story kind of comes to a head where you go down a straight line. But even if there's the illusion of choice with just small little things like that down the road, even if it doesn't make the biggest ripple on top of like how you look, the you know, what you can drive, the way you can fight, all the different sort of styles. This game does seem like it's really, really great for customization. And that's something I'm actually really excited for that when we play it, I actually want to play it blind separately from you. So I want to know what you're picking, what I'm picking. Well, you both know we're picking the Badlands. Because no. yeah, I know you're not going to be a business guy. Unless you give you a little street punk. I was I was going to go Nomad, but now that you said that, I'll probably be... <laughs> so, yeah, so I, said, I know your head's at. I know I'll, your head's at. I'll go with the business guy. Because yeah, th- the other thing they were saying is a lot of media outlets have actually got their hands on it and played it. So I've listened to one or two. Andrew's listened to one or two. And that's kind of what they were saying. They got like four hours of game time on it. So if you do want to check out other outlets just besides the, the, the Night City Wire... Um, other outlets are actually playing it, so you actually get some pretty good, at least decent, um, beginning reviews on it. Yeah, I... And it's d- not doing too terribly. I mean, everything everyone's saying, I don't think anyone's complaining about the game. Yeah, I think the only thing that some people said, like Ryan McCaffrey over at IGN was saying, like, the driving felt, like, a little bit stiff and, like, kind of off. But again, it was nothing major. It's all... Anything that I've seen anyone say is wrong with the game is it's all small things that could just be buttoned up on the way to, you know, it doesn't come out till November, so they've got more than enough time to make this thing, you know. Right, yeah, because it did get pushed back to November 19th. So, um, tons of stuff that are going to be coming out with it. And again, maybe their episode, their episodic adventure is just going to sprinkle it all the way until we get closer to fall, and um, which is fine. I just... Thought, you know, what more are you really going to show us if you're trying to keep us 
compacted in the prologue of the of the game. Like, right. What else are you going to show us? Right. So, and again, I think you, did you have an issue with his voice? I hope there's a little voice selection. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know, that the main guy that they showed in the thing, I didn't like his voice because I felt like he sounded like Otto from, like, <laughs> The Simpsons, the bus driver. He was like, hey. Like, he didn't do that. But I just felt like that's how he sounded when he was talking. He was like, oh, that, that feeling. Uh. And I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. Hope rap with something. Um, so, I mean, did this do any more for your anticipation of the game, or are you still at where, where you were at yesterday? I think I'm kind of where I was at beforehand, because this game's already at, like, you know, a high up there on the needle for me, that it, it didn't really make it any worse or any yeah, better. I think at this point, all they can do is show me anything that might rub me the wrong way, like that, like the analyst scanning, like, where I'm like, oh, you know, and <laughs> I'm starting to fall off a little bit. I mean, because it doesn't look bad by any means, but it's like... I don't want to waste time on that. This, I wanted to play the action. I want the upgrades. I want because there was another thing they were showing off was the character called um, the re, uh, the reproducts, and that's gonna be your upgrade system, guys. Where you're sitting in the chair, getting your stuff scanned in. Oh yeah, and so, does like whatever did like his hand. Yeah, and stuff so I'm like more that. interested in like the combat and the action versus the solving the clue and mystery of the the vocal scannings, the analyzing of a weapon. So unless unless when we finally start playing, because they just showed you like kind of the beginning one, right? It's her explaining you how to do everything. Unless it becomes way cooler than we think it's gonna be, um, I would say that'd probably be the only part of the game where I was just like, eh. I think I'm at a point where I'd rather just play the game than see any more of it. So yeah, I know. So do we watch episode two? Do we watch episode two in uh, late July? We have to. Well, I guess we have to. So um, if there's nothing else to say about cyberpunk uh the events that are coming out guys go check it out it did do a pretty good the, the new trailer was really cool it showed off a lot of new characters uh some of the gangs and again there's other outlets doing uh hands-on gameplay so you can definitely go check all that the next thing we want to get into so as cool as it is to see a cool game come out it's also heartbreaking when certain things close so mixer um is closing and that is the microsoft owned um, online game streaming platform. This thing was, I believe, originally called Beam back in 2016. Microsoft purchased it in 2017. It's been out for so a few years now. Um, over the last year, they just did the biggest deal ever in signing uh, Ninja, who was formerly on Twitch. And I believe the deal was 30 mil. And I think Shroud, who's another big um, Twitch streamer, his deal was around 10 mil. Um, you want to start? Yeah. I, well, actually, <laughs> I, I got to collect my thoughts. Based on what you said, yeah, they did spend a ton, a, a ton load. of money on that. That could have gone to anything else in order to try and entice some people over. And I don't know if that was the right move. And I know we had said that at the time, too, because, I mean, I use Mixer. I'm not a big streamer, but I know that Twitch is the thing. It'd be like if they bought out some other thing to try to compete against YouTube. You know, YouTube is the juggernaut. There's nothing even close to it. So, I just don't really know where their direction really was going with it this whole time. But, I mean, I personally actually have started using Mixer a lot more. But it's not really to stream. It's actually because it's been a lot easier for me to record video, like when we did our headset video. video. Yeah, video capturing. That's how I record my Call of Duty gameplay. I'm working on another project right now that I just recorded all my gameplay. It was just through Mixer, download it, super easy, and then I just edit it from there. So, that's been a lot easier than having it go through like an Elgato or something like that because it's just straightforward and right where I can access it automatically saves it for me. And I mean, I stream it at the same time. So if anybody wants to watch it, you know, that's a plus to get, you know, you can go in there and see it. Well, and the bummer is, is that Microsoft came out a while back and said, guys, come over. 
take the leave what you're on and come over and start this ecosystem and get it going and that's kind of the kick in the mouth where it's because what happened was so essentially microsoft has been getting poor market share and their inability to scale in comparison to competing services now there's numbers you can go check online that show what mixer's been doing versus what youtube has been doing and what um twitch does and yeah they weren't I'd say unless there's anything else, there's really only Mixer, Twitch, Facebook, and then YouTube as far as like the right. Yeah, it was a young, it was does. a young player, and they just weren't gaining the momentum they did. Thus, the 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 contracts for your ninjas, your shroud, um, ice. I know was a player that they just got, and what sucks is there's people. You know, we don't stream our show yet. That's something we're talking about. We don't do a lot of like let's plays and stuff like that where it's streamings. So I can't. I won't pretend to speak to a streamer's heart and go, I get what you're going through, but as a gamer who appreciates what you guys do, because this show takes a lot of me and Andrew, and it can't be nearly as hard as what a streamer does for six to eight hours a day making a livelihood and getting a paycheck and and sacrificing so much time into it. So the fact that that Microsoft said, hey guys, we're gonna do Mixer, come over, let's get it going. And then, cause the fucked up part is the way they announced it was on a tweet. There was no heads up in any other way. No one got an email, and I'll pop up the tweet, but essentially what it said was, hey guys, we got big news for you. Mixer's essentially ending, but we're gonna be partnering with Facebook Gaming, and you guys are all getting an extended invitation to be a part of that. Now, on paper, if someone that's not familiar with what streaming is, that might sound like a cool idea, like, oh, cool, they can just move over. Yeah. But Andrew and I, we've been struggling to get 1,000 subscribers, right? We have, we've been doing this show for a year now. We're almost there. But if you were to tell us that YouTube is going to kick us out and now me and Andrew have to move to Twitch, there's no way we're bringing 900 people with us the next day or even the next six months, I would assume. It's hard to move an audience member's um, watching habits. Like, that's a tough thing to do. And a lot of these guys, you ruin a thousand, you lose a thousand people's livelihoods in in, in a way that was just like, hey guys, here's a tweet that everyone in the world can read. And you guys have till, I believe it's July 22nd to pack your bags and either find somewhere else to go. Or get the or extend the invitation to go into Facebook gaming, and not even to mention that. But as far as I mean, again, we don't understand. Ooh, I'm, a little, I'm a little heated now. We don't understand that much stuff because we aren't the streamer. So I don't know how that monetary value breaks down. So I don't know if what I got paid on Mixer is going to be the same as what I'm going to get paid on Facebook for a lot of these people, or how easy it is, how accessible it is. Right. It, again, you're ba- yeah. I didn't even think about okay, how do I get all these people now that were following me on Mixer, which it's on my console, so it boots up like instantly. I get mm-hmm. notifications. It's built in. It's integrated. Super easy to use. Which they did say they're not going to like force integration with Facebook. I already opened that. Oh, thank you. Uh, that they're going to force <laughs> integration for Facebook. So how do you get that audience to come over? And I, I, I mean, even outside of all that, because I feel for those people because that does suck. And again, a perfect Overnight, example. I mean, you know, Jesus. if someone were to come out and be like, "All right, you guys got to take your YouTube and find something else," like I don't know what we would do. I would probably just not even want to do it anymore. It, I mean, yeah, there's got to be people that are just like, "Well, now what?" Because one of the things is like that people are saying, and I believe Ninja and Shroud still keep all their all their contracts. Actually, that that's that what I got. wanted to note on here is that. I don't know if it's the full amounts, but the reports going around are that between the two of them, it's coming out to $40 million that they're getting paid. Okay, which sounds like if I was correct in the 30 and the 10, 
is around the ballpark of what these two should be walking away with. Right, right. And Which so, that makes them free agents, if that's what you want to call and, them. Exactly. The and they and um, they both come out and said, like, oh, and again, I'm sure they can't say anything until July 22nd once the deal's done. They both come out and said, oh, well, we're not sure what we're going to do. We don't know what our future's going to be. Yada, yada. I can guarantee you they're not going to go to Facebook and start streaming there. They're probably just going to go right back to Twitch and pick up that audience i don't think their twitch accounts are disabled so i'm sure that oh, i thought not everyone disconnected i thought ninja canceled his due to like toxicity that he was getting in comments and stuff like oh, that maybe, maybe he which may or may but... not be because again we're not i don't watch too many streaming so i don't really know right. the backbone of that all i can say is looking at it on paper uh you got these guys who did get these big bills and and here's what i don't get is if microsoft okay it's been a couple years i get if you didn't grab the attention that you wanted but you're a fucking billion dollar company you can sustain a hundred million dollar loss and just to get this platform to grow i mean you can't just throw in the towel after three years because it's not as big as the biggest fucking streaming service as twitch so it's like i don't get the mode i don't see where it's coming and they were saying facebook gaming is gonna be a part because they kind of had something tied in with x cloud gaming which is kind of a fucked up thing to say I just don't get where they thought, okay, well, because that deal with Ninja happened within the past year. Yeah. If after two years your market... The biggest deal ever. Your market share isn't what you thought it was going to be. You think that Ninja, that Ninja was going to bring over a bunch of people? Like, uh, there's no way that that would have happened. I, I, we even said at the time, like, people aren't going to go chasing after him. Like, it's not, like, that big a deal. Yeah, like... But then again, maybe it's just the people like us. But I'm more the fact that... Okay, well, here goes Microsoft now that just wasted forty million dollars, thirty million dollars, whatever that could be from someone who's already losing mind share, market share, uh, game wise. Like that could have gone to a game studio that definitely needed it, a first party studio that could have gone to some sort of marketing. That could have gone to fucking anything else, and now it's going to these two people who put in like a half year's work or how, however long that deal's been. But either way didn't do what it was intended to do. Like, I could have told you that. Like, hire hire me, Michael. I could have told you from the get-go. Like, all right, well, if you're trying to do that, this ain't the way to do it. That's not going to fucking bring everybody over. Or invest it back into the platform. Make it something that it's not. Because, I mean, Mixer had a lot of things that were unique to it. Because, um, we, you know, I do, we do explore it. We just don't utilize it. And, you know, I was watching um, a lot of, you know, Mixer reaction videos. And you got these guys that are just pouring their hearts out saying, you know, I gave everything to this platform. I trusted Microsoft. Now, I hate using the term fanboy because i'm not but andrew and i mostly play xbox which is a microsoft thing i our computers i use a windows you know but you know we also play playstation and, and nintendo so i don't want to say fanboy but we were big fans of, of every episode i don't think there's one episode maybe every other we don't talk about the game pass we don't talk about more of the series x and the xbox versus playstation we kind of lean heavily towards that and i got to say for a company that we really respected and are really rooting for in the next gen console that was the most biggest disrespectful thing that you can tell these that you told these guys not even in an email not a six months head up in twitter that you have one month to figure out what you're up to and here's something that we can offer you but but that's it and it's just like i don't get how a company with this re world renowned and and you're trying to get your marketing you're trying to be you're trying to look successful moving into the next gen you're gonna start it off by telling everybody on fucking mixer to go fuck off and excuse i don't mean to use the f word too much but i mean jesus fucking a yeah because there are some people who do make their living off that or trying to be the next ninja whatever like you're just crushing all these dreams and i think that's part of being not like a fanboy, like no one hears a fanboy, but being a fan of somebody, like you'll hear 
I, you specifically hear me all the time. Like, I'm very critical of Microsoft. I talk shit about them all the time, and I primarily play on Xbox. Right, right. Because we, we like because they do. that that's part of loving something or being a part of something. Same with, plays, same with anyone else. Just calling them out when shit needs to be called out. And I think you're exactly right. Is You know, there's all these people who do put in their hopes and dreams, paid yeah, their dues, what do they do? did whatever, and now what? Now what? Because again, like... Ugh. Hopefully they can... I And I hope all the best to these people. I hope that you can move to Twitch or to something else that you... It, it's better for you than it ever was with whatever and that you can flourish from there. But for those of you that it's not, I, you know, what then? Yeah, what can you do, man? Cause, because this is something that a lot... Of, I mean, watch some of those video guys. I mean, go take a page out of just... You know, some some uh, empathy. Go watch what these guys are going through. I mean, these guys. So I was watching one of them reading it live. Stopped in his tracks and had to like stop recording. There's other people that are just that can't get over just you know the, the 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 crying of it, and it's sad. And we don't mean to end you know talk about this in, on a on a sour note. But how else can you look at it? I mean, this is again. I get you were the young player in the game as mixer, but you're fucking Microsoft. Like you you had money, you had time, and at least the least you could if you have done had forty million. These guys six the months, in. yeah, six months to at least figure out what they're gonna do because, or at least give their fans time to to hey guys, I know you follow me on this, but give me a shift over to wherever I'm going in a month. I mean, as as big as a thirty days sounds, it's really nothing. If you could have given forty million to these two for a, even not even fulfilling whatever it was that was supposed to be obligated to, because you're going to cancel your contract, then you definitely had to given all these other people a chance. That's yeah, and again, so I don't know much about where Facebook gaming is going. Um, I know we have a few friends that are really starting to get into it, so maybe that is the best move. Maybe it is. Maybe it is just as easy to move stuff over. I are you talking about Cheddar Bob? <laughs> Cheddar Bob. I don't see it happening. I, I see this. I see all they did is they just they just ruined. A few people's lives. I'm sure a decent amount of them are going to get back on their feet and take care of it. But how many other guys that aren't? You know, how many other people aren't going to do that? And now what? Well, there goes my streaming career. I was going to say, we just started messing with Mixit. Like, we were just getting like, oh, yeah, this isn't bad. We can do you know, this. Oh, it's gone. Okay, goodbye. Gone. Hey, I was proud of all my 10 viewers. Thank you to anyone out there who hey, watched my... I, I was watching it on, on the phone and I was watching it on my computer because I was like, you know what? I'm going to be 10 and 11. Thank you. So, uh, guys, if you're watching this and you're a streamer... Um, if you're a streamer on Mixer, please let yeah let us know. Even if you're small, no matter how small time, 20 viewers doesn't matter. I, are you going to try and do something else? That's what I'm curious is like... For a lot of people who are smaller, do they even want to try and start over again? Because I know... What are they going to do, don't, get 9 to 5s? I don't want to do anything with Twitch or fucking Facebook. I don't want to go through all that shit. Yeah. There's a reason I used Mixer in the first place. It was just yeah. a lot easier so, for me. It's it's a cruel hurdle that just happened completely out of nowhere. And guys, our heart goes out to you because that, that sucks. I mean, we're, we're a gaming community and streaming is the biggest thing that's ever happened in gaming it's 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 huge I, I mean i personally don't understand it i can't watch someone play a game for eight hours when i could be playing a game for eight hours but i understand the audience is clear clearly there and spread over platforms so it's like that base is there and, and to just eliminate one like that uh, with no heads up is just it's a kick in the mouth man it sucks yeah. and and it's it's a it's a slap for microsoft man a company that we really like you it know? is very all of a sudden but who knows so, Leave your comments, guys. Um, if you got happy thoughts and you want to talk about cyberpunk, leave those in the comments. If you were a streamer or you know someone that was streaming or you got something you want to say about it, maybe Andrew and I are missing something completely. Um, it's just, I don't know. I, I, there's nothing positive I can see that can come out of anything that they're going to do. So I'm going to end it. My opinions on that. Anything else you want to add on the mixer? Uh, well, I just think that we riff. 
<laughs> All right, so let's move on, guys, to a little riffing it up. So uh, we each got two, but as tradition, you know, goes around here, Andrew, I believe you're gonna start this baby off. Sure, um, I will sure. start off my first news, which is a lot more positive than the uh, game's Metacritic score. Is The Last of Us Two is the fastest selling PS4 exclusive. Today is the what twenty sixth. As of the twenty first, it has already sold over four million copies. Ooh. So that's five days ago, the start of this week, that they gave out that information. So crazy for a game that's got a shit Metacritic. Critic score for some reason. I do not get it. Andrew and I, you guys saw our last episode. We were for we, how ridiculous. We saw halfway in, but we weren't. <laughs> I show yeah. I showed him a meme that E T. Oh yeah, fuck him. <laughs> e T. The old shit like game that's buried out in New Mexico, a billion copies of it has a better Metacritic score than The Last of Us Two. I thought I was I was what's even thinking about that? He was well because what was the other one you showed me? It was Sonic. I like oh, it was like something. Sonic. And it was some like Kingdom Hearts at like eight something, and then it's like ET at three five, and uh, Poor Last of Us Part Two at a three four. And I was like, no way. Yeah. So um, again, you saw. Oh, it's, I you know that Sante. Yeah. Sorry guys, I, like, I doubt you can hear it, but our, someone's banging on that doorbell like it's going out of style. So um, the Last of Us Part Two, you saw it in our last episode. We talked about it. We we thought we were probably about halfway through. We finally beat it. I have got to say. That game was an absolute fucking 10. Like, there's no there's no way in my mind, unless you're some sort of bigot, you don't like you don't like women protagonists, you don't like, maybe you got spoiled on a leak and it, you didn't like the way certain things happened to certain people. The story was so moving, man. I, I do not get how anyone's bombing on this game. As bad as it is. I mean, I could see if you're going to give it like a six or something for whatever your right. reasons this game may be. be. This game should be sitting at this, six. This game minimum. Should, should not be like a one or a three or what some of these people are giving it. I actually really like someone's, what they put as they compared it to. I forget who it is, their review. And they compared this game to like Schindler's List. Not like the Holocaust, but the fact that like when you watch Schindler's List like or like The Pianist, like um, they are good movies. Is it pianist I, or Pianist? Either or. <laughs> um, they're amazing movies, absolutely great, but at no point in the movie are you really, like, enjoying it. Like, oh, man, this is fuck. I'm so happy or whatever. They're very sad, somber movies about very sad reality. topics. Hard Not reality. to say that this thing compares, like, the Holocaust or anything, but that's what the story is. Because actually, after reading that, I was going back and I was like, yeah, there might have been, like, maybe one or two points in this game where I was like, oh, you know, that's cool, that's kind of happy, like, there's happy shit happening, or something that's, like, on a positive note, but when I really thought about it, I was like, man, yeah, actually, that game wasn't, like, a traditional sense, like, fun, you know what I mean? Right. yeah, and I forget that guy's name, too, because we should know it, but, yeah, he was getting bombed on for the comparison, but I, I get what the comment he was saying. That's because people take out, oh, you're comparing a game to the Holocaust, the zombies to the Holocaust, yeah. it's like, that's not what he meant at all, so, like, fuck off if you're one of those people who think that. And again, a 10, I mean, 9, 9.5, a 10, a 10 isn't perfect, by no means is the game the best game of all time, but it's a powerful story with good game mechanics and good character development that it's outside of maybe a certain a few problems you might have there's really not much to gripe about so the fact that this thing is bombing the way it is that's just that's review just wise i'm glad yeah. the sales aren't hurting because again i again, love the yeah, game fastest on that. so yeah good on them man I, I really like that anything else on that no nah. so last week guys we also talked about the pokemon direct that we were um, watching and we said next week we'd bring it up. Well, it's not really a main topic story because it didn't really break down any. It wasn't a big 
game after game after game revealed that the last one had essentially what they were showing off um was the pokemon unite uh trailer and this is a the team MOBA? battle moba game yeah so essentially what it is if you're i believe the closest thing would be like a league of legends it's a lane type game you got to go run your pokemon through it you can get um you can actually so let's say you pick a charmander right and someone else is a snorlax you can be your Charmander, you can battle Pokemon in the wild, that's going to help you level up, so you can actually level up during the game, and then there's going to be certain moves. So, if you're familiar with those type of games, this is the Pokemon version of that, and I actually had my, our buddy Casey write me, he goes, look, they're finally making a game that's like, what I like to play, now you have to play with me, and I'm like, dude, I'll, I'm like, I'll dabble. I was just thinking, like, so, I, as far as, like, because I have friends who play, like, MOBAs and, like, League of Legends and stuff like that. I'm not interested at all because, one, I don't care for that style of gameplay. But, like, all those characters and shit like that, I'm like, oh, I'm just so uninterested. But now that they've made it with something that I'm – I love right. Pokemon. Yeah, like, right. I'm super about it. That I'm like, okay, well, I could see myself trying that. Yeah. And, again, so it's out there – or it's coming out there. And that's all they really have to show off. So I'll leave the link in the description. Um, but that's why we're not really diving into it. It was just showing off one game. And that's a particular style that is not for everyone. So uh, if you want to check it out, go check it out. It's about 10 minutes, and they, they play the game. So uh, fun, interesting, and again, Pokemon doing one more thing in a new direction. Nintendo doing one more thing in a new direction that they really haven't done. So kudos to them. All right, my final riff is that Manini oh, what was mine? stands for Little Bit. Not really, but um, Ooh, turtle, Phil, turtle. Phil Spencer had done, I guess, an interview with uh, Video Game Chronicle or just had, they got a statement from him as in regards to the PS5 conference that just happened, which was great. And he said, just being, in quote, just being honest, I felt really good after seeing their show. So that has me pretty excited that hopefully whatever they're going to do here in July, I hope it's early July actually, because I'm really dying to see what kind of stuff it is that they have, especially after how good that PS5 is, mm -hmm. that they that they're on it. Like, I really hope that that's the case with this. Because I don't think they really did that ever before whenever they were showing off other stuff. Like, okay, based on their stuff, I mean, ours is going to be way better. Never, yeah, or something like that. So if I'm going to say, you know, like, I feel really good. You know, like, theirs was good, but I feel really good about what we have to show. Shows confidence, which, again, they haven't really said too much lately. And after the disaster that was that May show, Woo! I'm excited. So just kind of a little, putting a little gas in the tank there. Yeah, I mean, Phil Spencer is the guy that you know doesn't just say shit to say shit. But, and again, like Andrew was saying, they've never really come after or maybe even before a Sony event and been, you know, chest out and head up. It sounds like they are. I, I'm, I really wish it is sooner than later because I can't really know. Outside of we know it being a pow more powerful machine, I'm not sure what else they're going to show that's going to be like, oh, fuck. Because we already know, I don't think Halo was a day one launch with the game, is it? I can't imagine a world where Halo Infinite does not launch on this I console. I mean, not well. I mean, day one though. I thought they were saying it's like not. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but yeah, I want to see exactly. Oh, that should be a day one. I'm ex I want to see exactly what he's going to do that blows this thing out of the water. Because the PS5, I thought was done really well, except for at the end they didn't say the price, which rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Even though the event itself was quite fun to watch, so I'm looking forward to what they got going on. I just can't wait to see the weird measurements because they've already started. Like last year, they're like, okay, we're going to compare this console to the size of a banana. <laughs> Every episode, man, it this banana slipped me up. So, uh, anything else you want to add on that? Nope. So, the last riff, guys, I have is that um, there was a post. So, the FF7 remake. Oh, they're not saying. Oh, I had Turtle. Well, how do you say it? Honu. 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 That's how you guys say Turtle, Turtle, Turtle. I was wondering why you were saying Turtle. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
Final Fantasy 7. Oh, you know what? I think I started a little low. That's why. So Square Enix has a Final Fantasy 7 contest going on right now where you can win the Play Arts Kai Cloud and the Hardy Daytona, which is essentially the new cloud sitting on the um, the bike. Now, they're calling it a Tactical Tuesday, and, and unfortunately, week two just ended. And the winner, so shout out to him if he ever sees this, is at Ricky Wins KO. But there are two more weeks that where you can... Uh, win because every winner of every week gets this prize so it's not like a grand prize win every every week there's a winner so what you got to do is post a final fantasy 7 remake combat footage on twitter and you got to tag and follow at final fantasy 7 and use the uh, roman numerals and then hashtag tactical mode tuesday and hashtag contest now what you have to do is it has to be a gameplay of a less of a 60 second or less clip that's unedited and unaltered in your doing a battle so they want you to show off the coolest scene you can show off now this so by the time you're watching this you've got to because this one runs from june 23rd to the 29th so you have time to do this starting now and so you have to go into chapter 8 of the game and show off a battle then the next one is going to be uh june 30th to july 6th and that has to be in chapter 10 of showing off these battles so if you want more details um, go to the Square Enix website because they'll clearly go over everything. But past episodes, if there's something to give away, guys, I'd like to let you know. And Final Fantasy VII, Andrew was like, how come you don't answer? And I was like, well, shit, you know, how come I don't? So maybe I will. But that does look pretty check cool. It that out. statue is really that nice. That statue's banging. And I'll, I'm sure there's a picture either up by now or then. And I remember yeah, I, re- I read it and I was like, because I, when I read it, I just read the story. I was like, what the fuck is it? Something Daytona. And I, like, Googled it, and then it showed me. the. I was like, oh. Black, I was yeah. like, that bike has a name? Oh, I, yeah. I never knew the bike had a name. And maybe they just named it for this one. But, yeah, the Hardy Daytona and Cloud sitting on that thing like a beast. So if you are a Final Fantasy VII fan, there's a chance to win uh, something cool. So, speaking, speaking of, of giving cool. something away cool, guys, you have hung in there with us. You've made it to episode 50 with us. Um We've been giving stuff away. Congrats We're, to 50. Congrats to 50. Here's the us. So what we're doing now, if you guys have been following the contest, is Andrew and I are going to give out two games to two winners. And I have the names right here. So the way the contest normally works is we ask you guys to jump in the comment section and write hashtag quarantine gamer. Then what we do is we have a site. We, we pull a random comment from each of those episodes. That, that contest ran from episode 44 to our last episode 49. And we told you guys episode 50, we were going to pick them. So I'm going to show a picture that has everyone's name on it. But just so we're looking at it, I'm going to read them off just so you guys know who it is. So episode 44 was Lip Lopez. She's in the contest. I always read it as Lip Lopes. So, yeah. I think we had an episode where we, like, talked about that. And then she had to write us in and say it was Lopez. Oh. Or something like you that. You never talked to me. But, oh, you know. I think, I, think, I think she wrote it in. I think on one of the comments she said that. Because I, yeah, I was always Lip Lopes. Oh, you know, she mu- they must have them because I've never heard anything about that. And I kept wondering this whole time because you kept saying she, she, she. I was like, how do you know it's a girl? Well, uh, well fuck. I hope it is. <laughs> Sorry if it's not. Uh, episode 45 is um, an, some of these names. I don't know if I'm going to say them right. Saganan Chandrathras. That's episode 45 contestant. Episode 46 is Sammy G. Episode 47 is Chayana Galica. Galisa. Episode 48 is Philip Gazer. And episode 49 is Daniel Backstrom. So what we're going to do is I'm going to grab the other camera. We're going to film it live so you guys can see that all those names in there. 
are going to be on there, and then we're just going to pull them out of Andrew's hat again. Sure. <laughs> like we always do. I guess I happen to be... I, honestly, I wore this hat today just because I was too lazy to do my hair. I know. And I was, well, do you want me to grab a different hat? Grab no, the other no, hat. I'll take this one. Because I was like, when I saw you wearing it, I'm like, oh, perfect. He's got He's got the hat. Actually, you know what? Let me start the camera now just so everyone can see the names. And that way there's no funny business. A hey, real professional would have been ready. What, what were you doing? Watching me? Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to make sure you weren't rigging the contest. All right, guys. So there's everybody's names and that. Here, hold this real quick. No, oh, wait. Just bend them up. All right. Let me get that hat, homie. Now, did I, did I draw last time or did you? I don't remember, but there's two, so you can draw one and I'll draw the other. Okay. So I'll go first. You go second. So two names, guys. Let's throw a little bottle cap in there for good luck. All right, so the first winner of the game that we're going to buy of your choice is Daniel Backstrom. Congrats, Daniel. Uh, so you got to hold it a little further back because oh. the light is like blurring it the fuck out. But now I can see this. It's Daniel Backstrom. Okay, so let's switch the old camera over. I'll grab this, and we'll get Mandru to pull the name. Alright, what do we got? Who's our second winner? This winner is Chiana Gallica. Not, uh, there it is. Awesome. So, let's put that aside. I'll stop this. So, there you go, guys. That is the contest winner. Daniel Backstrom, episode 49, and Chiana Gallica, if we're saying that right, on episode 47. So, we're going to reach out to you guys, and I'm sure when you watch this episode, you'll reach out to us first. Reach out to us on our uh, email at lastcallproductions at gmail.com. That is the easiest way for Andrew and I to both look at when you write us so we can get a hold of you guys, figure out your address, figure out your game, and see when and uh, when we're going to be able to get it to you. Because, again, it's, it's, if it's something now, we get it for you, you know, ASAP. If it's something a little older but not hard to get, We'll grab that for you guys. Yeah, guys. we will buy you well, if you want. Because uh, with COVID and everything right now, if you want a digital copy of something, we can gift that you whatever. That makes it way easier to, for us. Yeah, than shipping. But if you want a physical copy, we'll ship you whatever it is that you want to too. So either way, thank you very much though for supporting. I didn't even think we'd make it to fifty. So I'm. Uh, I have lost for words. Oh, he's losing his words. So guys, again, we like we were saying. The, we don't fuck around with the contest, guys. We were going to give stuff away. And all we asked was that you subscribe, like, leave it in the comments below. Our comment section isn't huge. So you have tons of opportunities to jump in and win. And this just shows that two winners just got that. So, Andrew, are we going to mention anything else this early or no? No, we do have another contest. We already know what it's going to be. It's actually going to be a really big one. Probably the biggest one that we've done so far. And... Uh, I mean, we just got to wait for a few other final piece of information to come out before we can decide on that. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. um, why don't you tell the kids what your new mixer that's coming out soon? Are you going to want to tell them what you're, you're playing or no? Oh, sure. I, I'm uh, in the process of uh, actually mixing down a video of my next thing. For anyone out there who's a Resident Evil fan, I actually made a S-Rank guide for Inferno because I know a lot of people were struggling with that. So I made it. I actually just have to 
dub it and put my narration over it. And it's pretty easy, straightforward. Like, I'll narrate you the whole thing, give you heads up on where enemies are going to be for the different placements, the best kind of tactics to use around certain things, and just certain methods. And again, I go over, you know, what exactly it takes to get the S rank. So what's going to be the easiest way for you to get it accompanied by the video so you can just follow my video bit for bit for bit and I, I mean if you follow it you should have plenty of time so for anyone who's an achievement trophy hunter anything like that i'll be putting that out for you nice lovely so guys again andrew and i are trying to reach a thousand subs so we appreciate you guys getting us as far as you have so make sure you guys like this video make sure you subscribe to it make sure you follow us on our instagram at last call uh, productions make sure you follow us on twitter at last call prodz write to us if you have questions oh you know what we do have questions so that's a perfect timing let's jump into that i hey, almost completely spaced them do them real quick and then we'll call it an episode i will throw out so if we get a thousand subs before this information and comes out nude before this information comes out that we need to kind of finalize whatever it is we're going to be giving away if we get a thousand subs before then we'll tell you exactly what it's going to be what the choices are going to be and how we're going to do it so nice. if we hit a thou we'll at least give you that before we tell you when it will go live but again we need more information for the live part but so i'll give you everything else beforehand <laughs> so we do got two quick uh questions guys and these are we can do these pretty fast and then end the episode so our first question comes from jab stab and he asks, as far as multiplayer games go, online or not, what are you fellas strongest at? I believe he's talking about him. Halo 1, StarCraft 1, Call of Duty, Black Ops, and beer drinking are just a few of mine. Hashtag quarantine gamer. Um, this is a, a question that's really made. Me and Andrew were actually just talking about multiplayer games. I'm not really technically strong in really any of them. I, I, I play Halo with a couple people online. Um, I, I've played... Uh, some Elder Scrolls with Gino here and there. Uh, mainly I play uh, card games online. So there's no particular one where I would say I shine any more than anybody else would. But Andrew's a stud. So what do you? What, what would you tell the kids? I think it would just depend. I mean, it's hard for me to say because I feel like I'm uh, like kind of strong at a lot of the stuff that I play. So, I mean, I play Battlefield online still. I go back play Battlefield 4, Rainbow Six Siege, Call of Duty, PUBG... Halo. Pick so one any, out of those. If you had to get rid of all the rest, what are you playing? If I had to say which one I win most consistently, well, I guess not consistently because some matches are faster than the other. If I had to choose one of those to play forever over the rest of them, probably <laughs> Call of Duty because Call of Duty says Call of Duty what? Oh, best one for me was Modern Warfare 2, but I do love Modern Warfare. Now, out of the same things you were naming, which one would you enter a competition in? Probably PUBG. PUBG, okay, because I think that's where the heart of the question is. If you had to com compete, com game competitively on one of those, but where console, do you think your heart not, is? Yeah, console, not yeah. PC, yeah. If you were going to ask me to enter something competitively against other people, I would say PUBG. Actually, I guess if we're saying the same thing, and I say this in past episodes, if you've seen it, you've seen it, I would just, I'd go Mario Kart on the Wii. Um, I could fuck some people up on that, and that'd be my, I guess, that counts, right? Yeah. For online games, I'd play that. And if anybody wants my Nintendo code... All you gotta do is drop it in there and we can play Mario Party 8. Is that the new one? And we can play uh, the new Mario Kart. So I'm definitely down to do something like that. Can you grab me one more while I uh, read the next question? Yeah. And the next question comes from winner Daniel Backstrom. And he says, out of all the Pokemon games, what would be your favorite? And his is Pokemon Pinball, uh, Pokemon Pinball on Game Boy. Um... We've talked about Pokemon in a while. Actually, we tried doing a video a long time ago. It really didn't... Uh-oh. What is it? That's weird. So, uh, out of all the bottle caps that were, like, 
not weird words, but like different, like not common English. This one says talk story to chat. <laughs> oh god! So, so that, it's like English so describing English. Yeah. Like, what's it mean? Oh, talk story to chat. Yeah, gotcha. talk, yeah. We say, oh, hey, let's talk. Story. Oh, that is an odd one. To um, chat, or they're talking story. I guess they're chatting. They're just talking stories over that chat room. So I would say I always probably reference Pokemon Red as being my favorite because it's my first initiation into it. it was my first learning all about it but if i had to put a gun to my head i would say probably fuck a toss up between gold and yellow probably yellow yellow is because as a kid playing pokemon we were watching the show and pokemon yellow came out and it was the show in game form i think yellow was the hardest because you start off with that pikachu Pikachu. going against you know brock's gym so yeah i would probably say if i had to pick one pokemon yellow would probably be my favorite but but red will always be where the spark ignited yellow was one that i had but for me it's always going to be gold and that's because after you did the original eight you got to go back and do the other eight so it was twice the game you got to do the you know the plateau four twice the game, again double the fall <laughs> so 16 badges plus uh whatever you know the final sections are for each thing so i think that uh that would be, and outside of golds, like, what's yeah, and outside of repeti- re- repetitiveness, they're all great. I don't think you can really name a bad Pokemon game. I mean, people may or may not like how small um, Sword and Shield were, but after the new, because I, I, I think I called it DLC last time, it's more the expansion pass. After everything that's coming out, they're kind of they want to build up to a game instead of just giving you everything at once. I mean, what on the flip side, what would be the worst one? I would only say probably one of the I would uh, not white or black. What was the Hawaiian one? Oh, the Aola one. I would say that just because I never played it, just because I never played it. That'll be my that'll be my worst one. I haven't played Pokemon since Gold, anyway. Yeah, so. and outside of like the original one fifty to three hundred, I lose interest in new the guys. character yeah, designs. Not, yeah, a lot of them I don't care for. Yeah, I'm not a young buck anymore. So, guys, I hope that was. Um, we want to hear your answers, guys. So make sure you drop in and say because Jab Sab said his. Say what your online multiplayer games are and leave in your favorite Pokemon games because uh, we like hearing that stuff and always, guys. Drop in the comments and leave us more video game questions. We like answering these. We like interacting with you guys. And we love talking to you guys in the comments. So don't feel shy to talk to us. Anything else? I don't think so. Okay, guys. So um, follow us on all the social medias. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Make sure you guys like and subscribe. And very soon we will start uh, getting the new contest to you guys. So we appreciate you guys. This was episode 50. I'm super excited we got here back on episode one i don't think we ever imagined it would be here and here we are get us that sweet thou get us that sweet thou so until next time guys my name is craig paralis and that is mandrum montemayor cheers see him wearing a shirt that's not related to wrestling in that documentary it's like the blue lives matter flag or like don't touch my guns did he ever serve or have family to serve is that why i don't think so towards the end though too he's like yeah you know my niece called me so i answered the phone and uh, before the biggest it was like the day something before wrestlemania like mark calloway his brother died and i was like oh kane (laughs) (laughs) his uh fraternal brother did um Oh, I was going to ask you, did he ever... Oh, man, I just had the question, and Kane just kind of ruined everything. Um, yeah, I'm lost with Taker. Because um, he's cause he's still... How many, how many years do you think he's got left? I mean, he's still... He's still... He's, still well, he's, he's officially retired now. I mean, but he's, like, healthy retired, though. 
He's not yeah. like some of these other guys that just look like dog shit. Actually, I don't know. You should see the documentary. At the start of that documentary, he looks like dog shit until he gets really? his like knee and his hip surgery or whatever the fuck it is that he does. Well, I wonder if he him doing the DDP uh, yoga would help him out like it did fucking Razor Ramon. Dude, there's one. I didn't know he wrestled like Goldberg, but Goldberg like goes to like jackknife him. But he can't even like get. I was him like up, Goldberg. So, who the fuck is Goldberg? The uh, fucking so is that Dusty Rhodes. He goes to jackknife him, but he can't even like get him up all the way. So he's just going for a suplex. But even the suplex can't even get him. So when he comes down, he comes down like literally just below like mm-hmm. the top of his fucking spine, man. It's bad. And then when Taker goes to, like fucking tombstone him, like Goldberg, I think like slips out of place. So Wait, you say Goldberg or side. Gold Dust? Goldberg. Oh, I think you were saying Gold Dust. Who I was like, is Gold you know, Dust? Who's Gold Dust Jackknife? I know who's Gold Dust. That's awesome. I'm like, Gold Dust can't fucking lift up Take. I was like, I don't remember that match. And that's what I was like, what the fuck are you talking Who the fuck is Gold Dust going to yeah. jackknife besides like the Hurricane? Or oh, something? no, okay. It's Goldberg. Okay. Yeah. Dude, Gold Dust has always been fat as fuck in that suit, too. I'm just. <laughs> yeah. Remember how, like, sexual, like, WWE was? <laughs> well, the Attitude Era. Remember, there's a, Val Venus, Venus will never exist ever again. And then there was Mark Henry doing the sexual chocolate. I didn't with, know he's in the Hall of Fame. Henry? Oh, and he's, like, he's, like, the Undertaker's, uh, like, really good friend. I guess they, like, live next to each other in, like, Texas. They're, like, kids hang out and shit. Like, his daughter sees him. She's like, oh, hi, Mr. Mark. Do you remember when he was supposed to be with China? Yeah. Do you remember when uh, they were in, like, a bathroom and they were trying to bust him cheating on her? And he went for this prostitute, and he and he goes, oh, you got wieners or something. And it was a dude dressed up as a girl, and that's how he got busted, and China and him broke up. Like, you can't, yeah. you couldn't do that anymore, ever. Do you remember when, like, Val Venus, like, banged some Asian chick, and then they, like, cut his <laughs> dick off? On, and then like, they have the sword. Yeah, there's just so much back then. like, like Asian piece, dude in, like, a suit. Yeah, PC well, yeah, would you, never allow that to happen Dude, you anymore. can't even have people like the Godfather coming out with the hoe train. Or Vince McMahon getting off on Trish Stratus, you know. When she's doing, like, the oh. thing. It's like, you can't... That will never happen I don't even again. think he could have, like, the Kiss My Ass Club anymore. Well, like, Billy Gunn? No, like him. Like, oh, when he used to make people... Kid, kiss yeah, his if ass? they lose a match, like, all right, if you want back in, you just gotta kiss my ass. Dude. Yeah. Different times, which is fine if, if people don't want to allow that now. That's It's moving in a more entertainment way. But, like, that's what guys like me and you, like, grew up on. And that's where it's just, like... That was just wrestling to us. Where I now guess I'm looking just, back like, at it now, it's, match. like, kind of weird. It way weird, but at nine years old or ten, you don't look at it as weird. You're like, whoa, this is like, it's a show. It's just a, but as as a thirty something year old, you're watching, like, you're like, 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 what the fuck of, is this? They like made it part of like the games though, because like I don't know if you ever played like SmackDown versus oh, Raw. I fucking and like do you I build have SmackDown versus Raw? No, I don't know why you're looking at sixty four. I know, PlayStation. but I was just looking at all my my sixty four ones. But um, like you know, you build your own guy and then you come yeah, up. Smackdown two thousand ten. You start off as like a nobody until you're doing low level no, matches, bitch. working up to WrestleMania and shit. But like, there's like one where you could like go to like. That's the, how they all did. That's you, what they all did. You can go to like the locker room and you like can like run around and do shit or whatever. And you like run into Steve Austin's wife and you like start flirting. No, with yeah, her. I remember like, that. Yeah, remember and you that? like try to bang her and then he's like. Are you hey, sure it's hey, SmackDown versus Raw? That's got is it, it. Yeah. Is it is it the one that had the Rock on the cover? Because I had one on that. I don't. I thought it was just SmackDown, whatever year it was. Oh, it might just be Smack. I want to say there. Maybe that's how it started was SmackDown, and then they turned into SmackDown versus Raw. Yeah, because I remember having the one that did. Um, well, I'm sure they all had it now. I know it's not Raw. It's it was like War, the Iron Man I match, was that and I used, I used to just waste. I don't know if it was ten or twenty minutes. But like that's how I used to waste time. I'd be like, oh, we got twenty minutes to go. I'm just gonna play an Iron Man real quick and beat the shit out of everyone. I'm I remember like games. winning a lot of the stuff too, or like in the Royal Rumble, like. I would just, like, try to stay away from everybody, especially if I was in the match early 
or whenever there was like some random match and the fucking computers just cheating as hell, I would like throw them into the ref, then just get like a chair and beat the fuck out Ooh. of them. And then as soon as the ref gets up, then I like throw it out of the ring and fucking simply just fuck times, up. simply times. Hey, dude, those games used to be fun. That I I don't know if I can like play them now because I don't well, want to play some like you heard, lame ass guy. Uh, I forget who was talking. Was it maybe Colin or something? They were saying how that last one's in so much trouble of like getting it developed that it just looks so much like shit. I'm like. Even still, like, I'm just not, like, a fan of, like, the wrestling. I'm just not a fan of wrestling anymore. I'm a fan of old wrestling. I can I watch think old wrestling videos, but, yeah, it'd be, it'd be hard. I Unless think, an old new one has an old character in it, it's hard to watch. I think that's what's cool about The Undertaker's uh, documentary is it's, like, over, like, the past, like, four years. So it's not like, oh, you start. It's got lots of clips of him and him talking a little bit about, like, oh, hey, you know. So I, he's still scrapping these I started bucks. in, like. 1972 was the dead man and it does show his first time coming out but it's not like Steve Austin's thing where it's him coming out him blowing up him getting famous now whatever it's all now with bits of the past right and I like that because the fact that he's still being able to pick motherfuckers up and slam them down and these guys are all huge let's just say he's not giving people last rides anymore (laughs) 